Let's party. Let's always a party. Let's go parlay. Yo, baby. You like we how I'm adding the parlay at the end. Par it's like parlay. 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 No, parlay. Oh, yeah, parlay. You know what I'm saying? Okay. okay. Right, right. You know what actually makes me mad? We're going to well, start out real quick. We're going to tease. We'll say something so um we always talk you know follow the show appreciate you guys we're doing some <laughs> we're doing some other stuff too we're doing parlay pals but i actually have a pet peeve about that show why, where why? if on parlay pals they do sports betting and there's like five guys on the show and they all have a nickname it's like money mike and like tran man or whatever right and yeah. then it's like what's joe's name joey two times joey two times joey sprinkles shawnee Bronny, tran man and, then, and money mike and then it's ryan <laughs> well, I, it's my show yeah I, but the last three weeks, every time I see it, I'm like, it's so annoying. Well, that's the thing. It's like you can't give yourself a nickname. Okay. Nicknames come from other people. Though you came up with the Paul McCartney nickname or something yourself. The, no, Paulie J. Or Paul, you came up with that with yourself. Uh, I think it was yeah, it was Paulie J. Yeah, Paulie J was a nickname I oh, gave wait, myself. Wait, wait, wait. Let's run through all Paul's nicknames. Yeah, I have a bunch. Paulie J. Paulie Donuts. Uh, no, so it's Paulie J. <laughs> Paulie Bag of Donuts. We know we, everyone saw the donut video. We know. oh, Paulie Bag of Donuts. Is yeah. there any reason for that? That was uh, a baseball nickname, like when I was younger. Your baseball nickname was Paulie Bag of Donuts. PBD, Paulie Bag of Donuts. That's how many. That's how many hits you would get a game. Zero. A no, donut. a big I was old good. donut. I was good. Uh, <laughs> We're not good. Paulie. The then it was Paulie Walnuts. Why are you lying to the fans? Uh, good baseball player, <laughs> best one in South Jersey. I'm telling you, I just. All right, what Polly bag of donuts. Yeah. Don't forget the bag. Don't forget the bag. <laughs> Secure the bag. Uh, Polly walnuts. What is that? I don't even know if you like walnuts. So I don't. I don't like. I'm not <laughs> not a nuts guy. Uh, but Polly. Kid show. <laughs> Definitely not a nuts guy. Um, okay. Uh, Polly walnuts was a nickname in The Sopranos. Very like very famous. That's so, that's a show I gotta watch. So they're coming a, out with a new Sopranos movie. It's a prequel, yeah. And they I filmed it in New. That. They filmed it in Newark and like this whole thing. But Paulie Walnuts, that was what adults called me when I was a little kid because it was a, it was a prank. Oh, so thing. it's a reference. Yeah. Okay, that's funny. Uh, Paulie Four Toes. Paulie Four Toes. They know the story. You cut your toe, big toe off, yeah. mowing the lawn. Been there. That was a yeah a nickname in high school. Jazz hands. Jazz hands was a <laughs> nickname. That was from in, me. Nickname in high school that hasn't been around in a long time, which is great. Don't bring it back. Uh, I like this. I really keep going. Jazz hands came from I was I did theater in high school, so <laughs> they thought it was funny and they would say jazz All right. hands. Oh, what am I missing? Any? Is that five or that's, that's six? That's five. They would say Paulie J. Like, because because Sean calls me that. Like all right, Paulie J. That's six. And uh, and know. Ryan is the other <laughs> co-host. So boring. <laughs> we'll figure something out. Yeah, so if you want a nickname for me, which I'm kind of scared. I'm not asking them. I was going to ask them to put a comment, like, what nickname they like for me. But actually, I have a couple. Uh, Silky Smooth. Oh, I've heard that one before. They used to call me Silky Smooth because, you know, multiple reasons why. Uh, sports with the ladies. Girlfriends in attendance tonight. Live audience. You can't grow hair. Like, beard hair, mustache. What, so it, what does it have to do with anything? Silky Smooth. Like, that, smooth? That's not a reason why. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And this is a... Yeah, and then here's a last one before we get kind of into the show here is, I don't know if I'm allowed to say this, but my basketball coach in high school called me Big Sexy. Yes. <laughs> I don't know if that's allowed in today's world, but I like it. Hey, being called Big Sexy, it's I was a, big and I was sexy. Yeah, so that's I, mean, what it is. I mean, I guess. How was your weekend, Paul? You were telling me about how excited you were about the weekend. Weekend. One of the best you've had. You one of the best weekends I've had in a long time. I don't even know that's how, how that's possible because you didn't hang out with me. That's true. Yeah, maybe just I, <laughs> my weeks are good because I hang out with Ryan. But then my weekends are better. That's what makes your weekends seem so much better because you're away from me. <laughs> I don't see them. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm not have to be with Ryan this weekend. But we weekend was great. I saw Thomas Rhett in concert. Dude, um, he's amazing live. Great he, performer. He was my first concert I went to. It was Thomas Rhett. Was great it? performer. You've only been to like a few, right? <laughs> it's like I've been to one concert. Thomas Rhett, my first concert. Pauly Concerts. That's another nickname. <laughs> but he is really great live, and I do like a lot of his music. Yeah, Thomas Rhett, so we had a great time there. We ended up leaving the concert, and we went to um, some bar uh, down the shore. We like drove down the shore. That night? Yeah, after the concert. And we uh, a bar called Johnny Max. Johnny and Max. I found this. Well, my girlfriend knew about it. Some of the other people we were with went there too. But it was a really cool place. Like you walk into this bar, and there's kind of like an Applebee's, like stuff everywhere, but like yeah. way better, like antiques. There was a table from the ceiling that's like hanging out. So just a bunch of random shit. Random shit bar. But what's cool about it is, oh, I saw something. Nope. But every drink, 
every drink that you buy at the bar, you get a ticket for a personal pizza. <laughs> That's what I saw. Like, what? I saw that. I was like, yo, I got to go with so that. So they give What's out. What's the address on that? I guess we could bring it up. Johnny Max. This is in. Um, yeah, producer Drew's writing it down yeah, back there. John, Johnny <laughs> Max. This was down the shore. I think Asbury or, or Red Bank. One of them. As One of them. I think Asbury Park. But uh, Johnny Max. And for every drink you get, you get a free personal pizza. They give you a ticket. I got like a water. And my girlfriend was still drinking because I had to drive. So I was like, I got a water, free personal pizza. I was like, So you're telling me. So for $2 per pan. So you're pizza. telling me I'm going to get 15 personal pizzas? Yeah. 15 bottle lights? 15 there you personal go. pizzas? I it's get just, much better than that. It's just a good deal. I was like, well, it's not, not like, do you think that's a good business move? Hell yeah. You don't think they're missing? Well, pizza's easy to make. Pizza's super easy. Cheap. It's cheap. I mean, it's not. Everyone ma- likes it no yep. matter what when they're hammered. You don't care what it tastes like. Exactly. It's keep. It's like keeping people there. It's a good gimmick to get people in the door. We're going to talk about it. So it's like, we're talking about it. Maybe you want to go check yeah, it out. Yeah, we just gave them free publicity. Yeah, there you they go. They sponsor the show. So Johnny, that was great. It was a Friday night. Saturday, um, chilled out with my girlfriend. Ended up going down the shore to Red Bank. Went out to a nice restaurant, downtown stuff. Went you to went a- downtown in another yeah. way. Oh, get out. <laughs> that's a good weekend. That's, twice. that's a good weekend, you know. Uh, and then there was an old school arcade. Well, hold that- your ears, producer. <laughs> Kids show. There's an old school arcade that me and her like that. Uh, <laughs> you go to the arcade every weekend. Well, it's cool. It's called it's called Yestercades, and it's um it's a company, and they have a few in the New Jersey area, and. They're like an old school arcade, but instead you pay per hour. So it's like $10 per hour. You don't have to pay like any of the machines. You got like Pac-Man, um, Galaga. So how do you play the game? They give you tokens? No, it's just like automatic. You just press the start button. Damn, that's dope. But you pay $10 per hour instead of like paying per quarter. But that's or like that thing where like psycho- psychologically it's like, oh, this is free. It's just it's like once you pay the hour, yep. it's like I do whatever I want. Or you just keep playing for so long and you don't know what time it is. So you just get... You keep getting right. charged, like, on your card. I was about to say they should make an arcade that's designed for just adults, but that's basically Dave & Buster's. <laughs> yeah. You think that's kind of their niche? Is that the older people that yeah. arcade? For I mean, I think it's... Uh, Dave & Buster's is just a more modern-day arcade with, like, newer games. But with terms of Yestercade, it's nostalgic because you get to play the old box games. Dude, those are the best games. You know what I'm saying? So, And I got to you get to discover a lot of games for the first time. I was playing Tron. Dude, Frogger um, is the most basic game ever. Great. One of the best classics of all time. Exactly. Frogger is, or Donkey Kong, or I'm not a big Pac-Man guy. I love Pac-Man. I'm just, I'm not good for some reason. <laughs> I'm not silky smooth with no, the Pac-Man. No, not with Pac-Man. Did the so, weekend fun stop there? So it was like, no, good. Did there, not stop there. There you go. We end up, uh, you know, going out to dinner, got some uh, water ice. Downtown like, again. Good downtown <laughs> place, you know, good time. And then Sunday, I started working for the Jets. Nice, but they lost and they stayed. Terrible, dude. So I don't know how that adds to the good weekend. Well, just working. Seeing the Jets play, I would not put in a great weekend. <laughs> no, not not there. But, you know, first game with an NFL team. Nice, um, fun. It was fun. Was there any, like, fights or? What did they have you doing? They have you, like, on. Did you get on the Jumbotron? I did well, they don't not. have Jumbotron. They have the, the. They have the screens and stuff. Yeah, yeah. The screen. But, uh, no, I was doing more, like, ticketing stuff. And then I did get to go on the field at the end of the game, though. Did which you? Was did dope. You got in the game like you were playing I did, for did the not, Jets. I would have. I would have played better than the players <laughs> on the Jets. You know that yeah. team is. Well, uh, the quarterback had four interceptions in the first half. I watched those. Yep. They put in Paulie Jet. They That's what they up. did. They well, was up. it the basketball name Paulie Bag of Donuts came in the game for the New York Jets and um, uh, scored some touchdowns. But finished the game. It was like five o'clock. Whatever. Decided to drive home. Said all right, driving home. You decided to drive besides walk. Yes, yeah, I mean, of course, yeah. <laughs> but I'm about an hour and a half away from MetLife Stadium, so in New York City, so or like, well, New Jersey, but New York team. So drive home, drove home, and I have to pass the exit for Six Flags Great Adventure on the way home. So what I did was— Is this a ding-ding-ding spontaneous trip? This was a spontaneous trip. Nice. I've by ne- yourself? Yeah. That's yeah. wild. So I never went to an amusement park by myself. That's and awesome. I saw the exit and I was like, dude, I just want to go some coasters right now. Like, <laughs> you know, it's Sunday night. Park was open late because Fright Fest is starting. So I was like, I'll probably do like an hour in the park, get a snack and leave. Like not a big deal. Ride a few coasters, whatever. Probably not too packed. So I have about a, a minute to decide. I'm like, should I do it? Should I not do it? I end up doing it. Probably like, spontaneous. Eh. That's what yeah, they spon- call spon- Add that to the, the nickname ticker. Hey. 
There you go. <laughs> and uh, end up going to Jersey Devil, their new coaster this year, twice. Did a ride on Nitro. And then I get like a call or a text or whatever from one of my fraternity brothers, my actual, like my little, little. Yeah. So he's in my family, in my tree of my fraternity. And he, uh, he was like, Hey man, are you, you at six flags? What, and I'm like, stalking you? No, I put it on my like, uh, Snapchat story. So he's like, dude, are you at six flags? I said, yeah. He said, yo, me and my little are there. So like another guy in my family, were also there. And he's like, dude, we're at Johnny Rockets. Like come, like, what are you doing? I said, like, I'm just here. So I met up with them, end up doing, uh, King Daka, three times in a row. It was empty, so they just kept empty. going? Yeah, so... that's That was always the best when you would do the ride, and they're like, yo, can we stay on? Can we stay on? Yeah, let's go just again. Keep going. That's the best. And this shit was crazy, so I didn't know, but they had fireworks going off. So, best ride I've ever Wild had... Wild King Daka? That could be a threat. The death. No, yes, no. You could die. But, you could blow was, up far on away. The <laughs> but best ride I've ever had... <laughs> Best ride I've it's ever. Like the way Paul dies oh on my. top of getting shot by a firework. <laughs> that's how he went out. If that's how you go out, that's a good. That's a good time. Right, but go ahead, proceed. Uh, no, but I went up doing King Ka three times in a row, and the first two times I was in the front seat, and literally, dude, like at night, full moon, front seat, and fireworks going off. So like we're at the top of the top hat on King Ka. I'm looking around, fireworks going off. Then we go down, go over the hump, fireworks going off, like, by the lake. Gorgeous view, dude. Did it again, and we got the finale. So the things just go, like, it was one of the best experiences I've ever had on a roller coaster. Was it uh, Six Flags fireworks show? Yeah, they must have did some special thing for Fright Fest. I didn't know about it. Um, But then we ended up doing Jersey Devil four times in a row. (laughs) We were switching seats, and then we did Nitro three times in a row. We got the last train of Nitro. For the night at like 10.05 when the park closed. Back row, super fun. So rode three coasters, but had like 12 rides. Wait, so you only went on three things? Yeah, but I had like 12 rides on the coasters. Well, though, if you were going to do 12 rides, but three rides, those are the three. You probably wouldn't oh, go. yeah. And uh, El Toro, their big famous wooden coaster, was closed for the season. So Damn. Yeah, So, but it was just good time, man. End up going home, going to bed, and hell of a weekend. Nice, nice weekend. We're actually going to be second block today on the show. Talking Six Flags, talking amusement parks. We're going to start incorporating those. The one thing I will say, not about my... Well, I guess it is. We're, this might be a weekly uh, topic here, is like, what did Ryan learn this past week? Okay. You and, learned some new life lessons? I, well, I don't want to call this a life lesson, but this is something <laughs> I learned that I wish I didn't learn. So, so I found out that there are places that people work that come up with something called a Deadpool. I don't know if you've ever heard of this. Oh, okay. But yes. they basically, it's sort of like gambling, but you're gambling on an old person dying, but a famous old person. So what oh. they do is you you buy in, it's $25 a month. It's a monthly payment. Wow. So you pay $25 a month. That's a lot. And you also do like a down payment. So I guess maybe like 300 bucks up front. It's almost like a gym membership for trying to find out if someone old dies that's, that's famous. That's crazy. And they give you a, whoever 70 years old or up, you get a famous celebrity, and then whoever dies first gets the pot. And I heard that pots have made it up to $7,000, dollars 20000 That's crazy. And then once someone who's famous dies, the next person can buy in, and you're paying $25 a month until someone else dies. It was the most bizarre thing I've ever heard of in my entire life. That's. I mean, I've heard of like... Uh, like birth pools where like if a, if, a, yeah. if a woman's like pregnant, so if yeah. a woman's pregnant, you like put like in a guy or a girl, right? No, like you try to guess the date that she's oh, having yeah, a child. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like each day is like a couple dollars and then, you know, like that kind of thing. So, so basically these people are paying $25 a month, getting Clint Eastwood, Betty White as yeah. their person. And then they're <laughs> hoping they die. My friend who told me about this <laughs> said that his person is Clint Eastwood and he was excited because he's a smoker. So those lungs might not hold up. He was excited. That's a wild thing <laughs> that people that. do. I don't know if I can morally join no, that. I, like, I wouldn't be able 20, to. Well, this lady won $20,000 for her person dying. So it's like, oh, how was work today, Ryan? <laughs> oh, I won $20,000 because Betty White died. Let's go celebrate. Like, what? <laughs> like, what? I don't even think I can morally do that. Yeah, that's, yeah. Well, that's, that's like something. My friends are like, let's start one. I'm like, let's not. I don't know. Like, I'd be like searching. I might be, I would. 
I'd pull the hit for 70k (laughs) or 20k but imagine that's somebody you like like right the first person I thought of was like Stan Lee right so Stan Lee was (laughs) the creator of a bunch of famous Marvel superheroes and famous writer I had him just buy I bought a book like today about his life and uh like someone probably had I wouldn't yeah somebody probably did 20k because he died but I wouldn't be like I I just I I don't want him to die I, I would hate if it like someone had me Right, yeah. if you put yourself in that show, it's like, oh, I got Ryan to die. <laughs> like, it's just, it's such a fucked up thing. I could never do it. But I found out about it today. Apparently, it's like a known thing. Like, it probably is. It. Yeah, so. people people will bet on anything. <laughs> As we've found out, we do sports betting. You do that. You could do like literally. I mean, we love doing the Super Bowl. And we do like little right. dollar bets. You had a baseball game. We've talked about being at baseball games or whatever, right. and we're like, hey, Bryce Harper hit a home run. We all put in five bucks or like, yeah. you know, you bet that. So people are ready to bet and literally will do anything and to just gain it's some just money. It's wild that it's like a payment plan. That's wild. $25 a month that someone collects this money for someone to die. That's a big well, pot. That's a big Maybe pot. we'll start a life party, uh, Deadpool. <laughs> yeah. Get into that. Right. No. <laughs> Drew's on the list. Producer Drew's on the <laughs> There's list. There's only three people and on I list. want them. <laughs> All right, let's get into this show. The first thing we're going to do, Paul's talking about Super Bowl, sporting events, Phillies games. So we're going to do party fouls while you're at the sporting events. There's college football going on, a lot of tailgating. Me and Paul talked about we possibly might get out to college tailgates, do some content out there. Phillies and baseball are going on. Super Bowl, I'm not Super Bowl going on. NFL is going on. So these are things you shouldn't do when you go to these events. And the first thing that we've talked about previously that you should not do is wear an opposing team's jersey. Now, I, I want to say something about this is that obviously there's different types of scenarios where it's more like vulgar than others. Not vulgar is not a good word, but it's more dangerous than others, like like wearing a Red Sox jersey in Yankee Stadium. But I saw the Phillies game last night. They were playing the – who were they playing last night? I forget who they were playing. But, really bad team, right? Who's like the worst team in the – Oh, league? they were playing the Orioles. But uh, there was a guy there wearing an Orioles jersey and an Orioles hat. But the Orioles had like 20 wins. Like, you can't get mad at that guy. No. You got to no. respect his loyalty to the team. Well, we said before we've talked that if, you're, if your team is playing and you're an opposing team, like, you can go and support your team. Well, there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with it, but you're asking for a little trouble. But if you're the Orioles guy, you're not going to get hit shit at the Phillies game. No. The when Orioles stink. When your team is very terrible. <laughs> yeah. But so I thought, I just thought about this. When I was at the Jets game this weekend, I saw one of the best jerseys I've ever seen in my life. Better than the one, the hockey one? Yeah, better than that. I saw this jersey. So I don't know if it was a Jets jersey or a Patriots jersey because they play the Patriots this weekend. But the guy was walking and he had the number 69 on his jersey. <laughs> and I was like, 69? I was like, you know, clearly funny number, right? So he walks past and I look at his back and it says hilarious. So like on the back, <laughs> it doesn't have like a name. It just says 69 and then it says hilarious on the back. <laughs> that was like dumbest thing I was like, ever. that's cool. Like it's just custom made jerseys that people do he to be funny. He couldn't think of anything better than hilarious. <laughs> the guy was like, do you want a last name? Uh, let me get hilarious on the back. <laughs> it just created How old different. was the guy? He was maybe like 40? In his late, no, like late 20s. Okay. I mean, when is 69 going to stop being a joke? Ever? It's never. No. It's always. We kind of got famous on TikTok for 69. Well, that was one of our first good TikToks that we it's did. It's because people wanted to comment and they kept commenting because they were excited on who's going to be the 69th comment on our TikTok. Yeah, 69th like or comment. Even Mr. Beast. Um, we, you know, I love Mr. Beast and he just reached 69 million subscribers on YouTube. Yeah. And he took a screenshot out and tweeted it and was like, haha, funny number. Nice. You know what I mean? So <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> Uh, number's always going to be funny. All right, next one. Next one we have here is do not pregame or don't not pregame, double negative. Yo, I told producer Drew you were going to mess that up on the show. Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> it's a double negative. He's Don't, like, he's like, Paul's not good with double negatives. I'm like, no, he's gonna, he's, he's gonna butcher the hell out. <laughs> uh, but don't not pregame or tailgate the event. So just saying. Be there. Be at the tailgate. Pre-game the event. If you're going out to a sporting event, um, just enjoy yourself before. You don't got to pay as much to, you know, when you're drinking inside the game and you have a good time. My question is, is what's up with people fighting at tailgates? Did you see the viral video at a Bills tailgate? Not a Bills tailgate. Browns tailgate. No. And there was a full-out brawl between Browns fans. 
Like, they were all Browns fans, and this guy's videotaping. They're literally swinging. It's like a two-minute-long video. Go check it out. Dave Portnoy uh, quote-tweeted it, and he said, like, typical Browns fans. And they're literally swinging in the parking lot on the tailgate, all Browns fans, guys filming it. But then you have, like, families next there are grilling with their table, and they got chairs laid out. They body slam the table. Table breaks. It's like, what are you people doing? So, like, when you go to the tailgate, don't fight. And even the guy filming it was like, why are, why are we fighting? Like, there's all Brown fans here. There's no other opposing teams or people wearing opposing jerseys. Tailgates are supposed to be a good time. Right. I really loved walking around met, and just, like, being out in front of the stadium this past weekend and seeing a Jets tailgate. You know, Jets are pretty bad. Right. And but I they was got loyal fans. They do. I was really surprised. You had some really loyal fans. Um, I sent you this funny video that these guys did at the Jets tailgate yeah. when they were talking about why are the Jets not <laughs> the worst team ever like, in NFL history. They give me one reason why the Jets are not the worst team ever. <laughs> and this guy went off and it was like, damn, like Jets fans are they're hardcore. And it was nice to see that tailgate. Like there was just so much fun going on. Um, and it's like nice to have like people back in the stadium. That was the first game that the Jets had fans in the stadium in the past year and a half. So it's pretty dope. It's good to be back. We definitely have to get out to some tailgates. All right, next one, party fouls, that's sporting events. If you're going to be obnoxious, Paul, during the game, you better be funny. So what you try to do, right? But I'm actually <laughs> funny. Sometimes. Like, like if you're out in the outfield of a Phillies game and you're screaming and heckling at the right fielder, you better have some good material. Oh, for because sure. Because if you don't have good material and you're hammered smacked up, spitting everywhere and screaming out of, out of nowhere when everyone can hear you like three seconds over, it better be funny. Because if it's not, it, you look like a big douche idiot. Yeah. I yeah, Well, you shouldn't be yelling at any well, I, the teammates anyway. Like, you shouldn't be yelling at people, <laughs> professional guys. Like, I, I mean, that we've talked about it with the NBA, where, like, people will, especially Philly, like, love talking to Russell uh, Westbrook. Well, what about, like, right hand, but left hand? I love like that, that thing, though. That's funny. What's well, the same thing? No, that's, <laughs> that's different. They're not heckling them. They're just like, right fielder. Uh, left hand ass, <laughs> right hand boobs, and he just sits there. Like and Aaron like, Judge is like, Love. yeah, they're just like, come on, come on, and then he'll like lift up his hand, and everyone in the section's like, ah! <laughs> they did it. Uh, I saw this video on TikTok, and they did it with a mascot this weekend at really? like Missouri or something, yeah, and they're like, whatever the mascot's name was, they're like, Mizzo, Mizzo, right hand, and he's like. <laughs> and he just kind of like lifts up like real quick. And I'm like, that's so funny. That is a funny trend. All right. What's the next one? Next one we have here is do not interfere with the game. There are a lot of famous sports moments, really baseball, that yeah. if people try to, you know, they try to get a ball that's uh, maybe going out out of bounds or maybe a home run and the guy's in right field or left field and he goes over the boundaries to try to catch the ball for himself, but it makes like a home run. Right. There's a lot of bad scenarios with like, if you could interfere in the game specifically with baseball, there's two references that come to mind that are two astronomical baseball interferences on the players. The first one is the infamous Steve Bartman of the Cubs. When the guy had the headphones in, and he was completely looked like an outlier. He was the only one sitting down. He went interfered with the outfielder. I think it was like Moises Alou. He it caused him to drop the ball, Moises Alou. And then it was like from that on moving forward, it was a curse. And what next thing you know, next batter, shortstop errors, the Cubs go on to lose, and then that's where they came on with the biggest drought in Cubs history or MLB history. That was a bad one. There's a whole yeah. documentary on it. Steve Bartman got death threats. It was like such you a have bizarre. To you gotta moment. move. You gotta leave. Right. Like you can never go to a game again. Well, he didn't help himself because he literally caused the thing. But then while everyone was standing up, he sat down immediately and had F headphones in, so he kind of like singled himself out immediately. That was a bad case. A good case is there was a playoff game <laughs> where Derek Jeter hit a ball to right field, and a fan in right field in Yankee Stadium reached over and stole the ball from the right fielder and they called it a home run. Like that was back in the day. They didn't have review or anything. Yeah. So it clearly wasn't a home run, but he ended up bringing in a home run. It was like a walk off home run. One of the biggest home runs. And so there's good and bad there. Also streaking is another way you can interfere with the game. Yeah. I'm yeah. Well, there was, well, <laughs> you've done oh, it a couple times. Me? No, I have, have never you ever thought about it. Like, you yes, you thought about it. Hell yeah. What's like the worst consequence? Uh, I, think, like I, I think it's a night in jail. It's a huge fine. Well, there's all the, the no. Well, <laughs> the most recent occurrence is at the Super Bowl. The guy was he oh, went, he went streaking, right? Yeah. But he put like a shit ton of money on, on the bet to see if there would be a streaker at the 
the Super Bowl. So he put like X amount of you know dollars on it, and that because he went streaking, he made like sixty grand. You know what I mean? Nice. So is it worth five hundred bucks or even a couple thousand and like a night in jail? Yeah, it's on your record now, but you just got sixty thousand dollars in a day because you finesse the system. So you you thought about it? Yeah, I've sat there and went like. Because it's funny when you think of it like that, it's it's almost like, oh, this one moment can change my life. Like oh. If you just make one subtle, like, if I just get up and jump over this wall and run on the field, my life changes. Changes. Whole whole different ball, ball game. <laughs> just one instance you do that and your life changes. The best ones, though, are people who are, like, really good at dodging <laughs> the umpires. Well, the security, they're always fat. Why are the security guards always fat and can't run? Big dudes. And there was a, I saw a video too where it's like, if you ever go streaking, put cleats on. Like just put cleats on and because you will be able to juke any ump, any ref, like wherever, whatever stadium and what field you want to do. If you have a grip on, (laughs) yeah, dude, if you have a grip on the, uh, the grass, like you're a lot better off. So didn't someone in a baseball game jump into like Fenway and slap Johnny Damon's ass? Or was that Fever Pitch, the movie? I have no... <laughs> I think there was someone who ran up to Johnny Damon like slapped his butt. I don't know. I'll have to make me look that up, producer girl. <laughs> make yourself useful over there, really. Uh, next one. Don't overdo going for a souvenir. This is a big one. I feel like there's a dramatic age range where it's like you're too old to get a souvenir. We, we're 24 years old. And we have a buddy, Dean, who wore an Andrew McCutcheon shirt to the Phillies game. Okay. And we're sitting in left field, and every single inning, McCutcheon plays left field. He stands up, and he turns around, and he's pointing at, McCutcheon, I got your shirt. Only guy in the section with a McCutcheon jersey, and all these little kids got their gloves like they want the thing. Dean, Dean, 24-year-old, McCutcheon, give me the ball. It's like you don't need the ball. And he was, he's... I think he kind of I mean, he might have set that jersey on fire because McCutcheon never gave him the ball. So he was. He like, did this for nine innings, Paul. Every <laughs> inning when they had a catch, he was waiting for McCutcheon to give him a ball. He never did. But it's like you can't be made. You're 24 years old. Yeah. You don't need a ball from Andrew McCutcheon that they practice throwing it with. That's yeah. That's true. <laughs> you just don't. I mean, when we were at the Phillies game, I love seeing little things of, you know, like. Uh, that Philly fanatic, like a little, like a little doll or something. Right. The foam fingers are always fun. I don't see him at Phillies games often, but I see him at other places often. Um, I don't know if there's any like, what's like a really cool different type of souvenir that you maybe have seen at a game. Um, I've seen like foam swords, which are cool. Foam swords, like a, instead of like a foam finger, it's like a sword of the team. Yeah, well, I I forget what team it was. I don't know. I don't really think there is any weird ones. The best ones I think to get, even though they're very overpriced, is the ice cream uh, cups and the cup of the helmet. Okay. Like if you're gonna get a souvenir, that's probably the better one. You get ice cream and a souvenir, but it, it's priced that way. Yeah. Let's just say it that way. All right. What's the next one? Next one we have here is you know we're going out to the games, we're drinking, we're having a good time. But what you don't want to do is you don't want to throw up at the game. Crazy story. I went to a Sixers playoff game, Game Seven. They lost to the Hawks. We're leaving. This kid is like sitting on the on like a step outside of this concession stand, and they got security around him. And his buddy's like holding him up. He's clearly gone. Like he's gonna yeah. barf any second. I turn around, everywhere on the concourse level, just throw up everywhere. It's like, dude, what are you doing? Like now's not the time. <laughs> he probably got in trouble. Yeah, like so, a fine or something. It has to be. That's what I'm gonna ask too. Like what happens, right? Like you do can't you just, just leave. I don't know. You, you you have to get some kind of consequence for barfing all over the concourse level in a stadium. Maybe there's some small fine or the security just kicks them out. I really don't the think The game is over. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. I don't <laughs> think... All right, so don't puke until the game's over. And then yeah. Just, yeah. <laughs> no, even, Actually but, go on the court and... <laughs> yeah, well, that's, that's different, right? If you puke on the court or you puke on like a thing of play, I think fine, whole issue, maybe kicked, kicked out How of the stadium. How many people can reach the quarter field with the roll-up? No, I'm not some. That's pretty what powerful. If, what if you're sitting? What, no, but what if you're sitting courtside? You're right, courtside. You're, you're sitting, right? I don't think I've ever seen that though. Well, that's what I'm saying. So I'm, if if that did happen, yeah, you'd probably get <laughs> thrown out, and you'd probably be like a life ban or something. But if you just did it in the stadium or you were in the bathroom throwing up, like you're just you're just oh, a fan yeah. throwing we've, up. I've, Who we've cares? We've seen that so many times. Yeah, like, I'm just puking in the. I don't know if I've ever done that. I've seen it. Yeah. Okay. Next one. Don't take your shirt off at the game. This is a good one. I don't agree with this. 
You think you should take your shirt Hell off? Hell yeah. If you want to get, if you got pain on your chest or if you're just excited, you don't got a rally towel, take that shirt off, swing that thing around, have a good time. Well, the Sixers have that big black dude that takes his shirt off and he weighs like 400 pounds. And they give those kind of people uh, season tickets where it's like yeah. this guy comes every game because he has the the uh, the bit where he's like taking his shirt Yeah, well, he's off. fun. <laughs> he's like the, 400 pounds. The Flyers used to do that too. With that guy? Well, there was a guy on the Flyers. Uh, or he was a season ticket holder for the Flyers. He was always um, his like season ticket was like the last row in the arena. So he's always at the top, and he was always every game season ticket holder like paint orange, black, white. Like did his whole you know chest whatever. Always shirtless, having a good time. They would always put him on the jumbotron. After like five or six years, they gave him a job as one of the interviewers <laughs> for the jumbotron. Five um, or six years of this guy sitting well, in the rafters. Well, they said you know we need a they new give him guy. Seats. What? Did he give him better seats? They gave him a job. <laughs> what do you mean? They hired him. They said, you're doing great. Want to work for us? You're doing, took you five years, but you want to work for us? That's cool, though. Uh, I have mad respect for like these college kids, especially when like it's December or Green Bay Packers, and they have no shirt, and it's, oh, they yeah. see their breath, and they got the pain. They say, let's go Penn State, or let's go Packers. I could never do that. I've never no done- No shirt in like 10-degree weather? I've never done a full face uh, face paint. I just hate that stuff like on my face. Like I couldn't do it. Right. But the guy, there's a guy at the Devils who's a super fan, and he he's bald and he does a full red um, like face every game that he's at, and he's probably yeah, at every cool. every game, if not every other game, and he does like black underline, and he kind of is like a devil. He always gets on the jumbotron, but I just can't every game like. And they did a documentary, like a short little mini documentary that they, last season or two seasons ago, they would play pregame and you would watch him and he would like dress up, like you would see him paint <laughs> and then you would see him take it off. He's like, yeah, it takes about two hours every Jesus. night to take it off. He's like, usually it's like two or three showers, like massive scrubs. What? I was like, you're in red too. Like that's, that doesn't stain your skin. Like that's a bitch. So you takes you an hour to put it on. You sit with it for three hours during the game. Then you go home <laughs> and it takes you two to three hours to take it off. Hell no. no. I okay. love my team, but not that much. All right, let's see two more. Yeah. You're next. Oh, I'm next. All right, don't wear a giant hat or hold a sign up. Dude, I get so mad when little kids, no offense, little kids. <laughs> Fuck kid off. Show. Kid, Fuck, show. kid show. Kid show. Kid show. Kid show. Fuck off. <laughs> but what? But They what? have the, oh, I love Bryce Harper, and they're holding the sign up like this. It's like, I can't see the game, little Johnny. Put the goddamn sign down. But here, here's the thing. Well, you no, know, there's no here's the thing. I oh. can't see the game. And the worst is those foam fingers that Paul talks about and likes, and they're waving them, or they have those uh, the big clappers. Clappers. Mm, I hate those things. Just go watch the game. Okay. You're blocking my view. So what if a little kid has like a sign that says, "Hey, I'm a cancer survivor." Yep. Fuck that kid. No. <laughs> no. no. I no. want to see the game. No, that is Like, wrong. it's cool you survived cancer, but Bryce Harper's going for MVP. And it counts, it's a full count bases loaded. <laughs> You're telling me I'm going to miss full count bases loaded Bryce Harper up because the kid has a cancer Yes, yes. <laughs> yes, you are, and you're going to miss it, and you're going to fucking like it. <laughs> The kid will be fine. Like, I kid, might as well be Steve Barman and put headphones in and, wa- and listen to the game. It's that there's exceptions to the rule. I my can't man. read the sign. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. In your defense, you might not know what it says. Well, I'll tell. I'll tell you this. If I knew it said that, I'd still put the fucking sign. No. 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 <laughs> uh, and, and the last one we'll do here is <laughs> at the game. Fuck the kids. No. <laughs> at the game, I'm actually. I I hate this too. I don't think you should ever propose to someone. While at a sporting Oh, uh, you feel that way too? I was wondering, because I put a question mark because I didn't know how you felt about I it. I don't think, I think it's really tacky. I think it's overdone. And I just, it's not memorable. It's not different. I'm someone who really, like, if you propose, go out. Like, do something really cool, different, creative. Maybe, maybe you're somewhere and maybe, like, after the game or before the game, you get the mascot down and, like, he does some, you do some cool thing with him. Like, I, I saw some cool thing with a Fanatic recently where they did a first look at a wedding of, like, a bride and groom. Oh, nice. And instead of the bride, they took the fanatic and they dressed him up like a bride. Oh, that's funny. So when the groom turned around, the fanatic was there like a girl (laughs) and then gave him like a big smooch like he does with his nose. And that was fun. (laughs) That's funny. That's a funny bit. But at... But at a sporting arena, like most of them, they're just sitting in the seats and they get in a drumbo trying to do it. Like, and do it. You don't really. It's not sentimental. It's just overdone. Don't do it. I want to bring up. I forgot. I completely forgot about this. Did we talk about this last week? I don't know. We might have. But there is a Florida State football player. 
I don't know if you saw this, but he's on the Florida State football team, and they were playing a really bad college football team, and they were supposed to win the game, and the other team won on a Hail Mary at Florida State. But after the game, he continued to propose to his girlfriend like right in front of the field. So they had a picture of him proposing to his girlfriend from the stadium seats, and the field was in the background. But the thing is, Florida State just lost one of the most dramatic games you've ever seen in yeah. like school history. They hit a Hail Mary that should have been stopped, and he just continued with his proposal after a loss. Like, that's one of the things where it's like, oh, you probably already set it up. Yeah. It's the fourth quarter. You think you already won. You're going to follow through with the proposal. You probably have a lot of family and friends there who Waiting know it's going to happen. It, yeah. Because he probably circled on the schedule. This is an easy team to beat. We should win this game. So let's plan it on this date. Didn't go that way, but he kept with the proposal, which is a bold move. Because you got the picture on Instagram. People know what happened. You're in the football uniform. It went viral. It did go viral. Yeah. But apparently he was pissed off because Barstool made a big deal out of it. And he was a Barstool athlete and he took it out of his bio because oh, they were messing with him. He said, fuck y'all. <laughs> but man, that's tough. That's yeah. tough. Moving on. Uh, we're getting away from the sports. We're doing some theme park stuff here. Yeah. And this one, we're just going to kind of like, we we are close to a park. It's called Six Flags Great Adventure. It's in Jackson, New Jersey. Uh, if you know, if you like amusement parks, if you know anything about roller coasters, you know Six Flags is a big brand. Better than and Disney World. I don't know about that uh, one. Uh, but definitely, we're going to... What was that? That's what he has to he add said, to this? Uh, uh, that's all I have to say. Good thing producer Drew has a mic. Uh, <laughs> that's always that. Disagreeing with you. But the first thing we're going to do is just rides. At Six Flags Red Adventure, Ryan said, pick your best four rides. Uh, my top four. Okay. If you know any of the rides at Six Flags Great Adventure, El Toro, one of the best wooden coasters in the country. No longer the fastest, right? Uh, it's, I don't know. No longer the fastest wooden roller coaster. It used to be, when it came out, I think in 2006, it was the world's tallest and fastest wooden coaster. But I don't think it owns both of those titles anymore. I think you're right. But it's just a super fun wooden coaster. Um, a lot of enthusiasts, people who love roller coasters put as like their number one coaster or their number one wooden. So it's nice that we have that coaster here. Let's talk about each one when you go. I don't have a list. Okay. (laughs) Is there, is there a reason why wooden roller coasters can't go upside down? Uh, uh, the fact it's made of wood. <laughs> <laughs> Producer Drew's got some knowledge. Um, uh, no. so more... <laughs> Listen, that uh was more content than <laughs> yeah. this entire episode. No, but like they can't make an upside down wooden roller coaster? So they can. So they're actually more recent coasters, wooden coasters, have gone upside down. There aren't a few that have like what's called an inversion. So an upside down, whether that's like a corkscrew, uh, the... But mostly on woodens, they would be corkscrews. They would be like sides where they wouldn't be like a loop. You right. know what I mean? Um, but you're still but, going upside down. Yeah, you're still going upside down. Like but it's more of a corkscrew. Yeah, so there's only a few wooden coasters in the country that do that. Um, I think it's a manufacturer called GCI. And it's just the new type of track where it can keep the cart like more contained on that track. Where old and wooden coasters, they weren't built that way. They weren't meant to do that. You know what I mean? Right. Um, second coaster I have on Is here. Is this an order? Yeah. Number one is that was El Toro. You're supposed to do that last. I know. <laughs> we don't do. We haven't done this before. So next time we do coasters and stuff, we'll do it reverse. These people already know it. <laughs> Second one we have here is the newest coaster. It's Six Flags Great Adventure. This is Jersey Devil coaster. Brand spanking. New. Brand new. This was built. Uh, opened in 2021. It was supposed to be opened in 2020. Did not happen. But it's a new type of coaster. It's a single rail coaster, which is pretty dope. So you what are. You are single file line, so oh, you're not next to someone. That's interesting. There's 12 people in the car or the the train, and you're single file line in like one car, um, and the the track is below you, and but it's a super thin. That probably makes it go faster. It's awesome. There's less resistance. It's just different. Like the turns are a lot tighter. Um, it's pretty fast. The inversions are great because it's just like whipping you a lot more. There's, you know what I is mean? Is there a lot less seats? There's 12. Uh, 12 rows in the train. So only 12 people can go out at once. Yeah. That's- but with that ride, there's four trains that are literally... So the- is it fast rides? So, yeah, it's fast, but the... the- no, I meant like quick, like a quick course. Like uh, the carts get back quick. So there's four trains that they rotate. That's what I'm saying. And they're consistently going. So what's crazy is when you're on... Oh, when shit. you're trying to get in your seat, it's on a... Um, 
like a moving walkway almost. So it's moving and you like run, jump in your seat, and then you pull your thing down. Oh, I hate that. It's it so It gives me fun. anxiety. Yeah. What other, what other roller coaster does that? That you have to like hurry up and get it on while it's moving. Oh, that's, oh, the log flume. <laughs> what, are you, what are you doing? That was pretty impressive. Paul's killing a bug. He, I wouldn't call it killing a bug. He pretty much, that was like a massacre. I got a mosquito on the set here. Like killing does not really describe what the how that really went that was more so like it's dead let me hit it a couple more times gotta make sure to really make sure it went out really bad that was a massacre that's you had what a good I weekend right <laughs> yeah good weekend and that's i mean what it I was do. dead and then you just continued to hammer down on it you gotta make sure i mean <laughs> but what i was saying was that the log flume you get on that's move it's always that's moving. moving quick yeah too. i get Same nervous idea. i don't know where to sit it's turning i almost fall into the water are you a fan of log flumes I am, but I have to go on at the end. Cause it, what do you mean? When you like make the, a rookie like mistake row? of the no of the day. Well, first of all, I got to be oh. in the last row anyway because I'm the fattest, biggest. Like the big person has to go in the back. Not okay. putting little Johnny in the back and I'm in the front. He's not yeah. even good. Well, maybe if he's holding his goddamn poster up, he's blocking my game. I'm going to block his ride. Okay, there you go. But what was I saying? You interrupted me. <laughs> I, had, I probably had something funny coming. You just ruined so log. Oh, you have to go on strategically throughout the park. Like your plan of the park yeah. day, you can't start the morning going on the log flume. You don't want to be wet because you'll soggy. be wet for the rest of the day. So you have to plan accordingly when you go on the log flume. I agree. That's a good. That's a good uh, tip and trick when you go to the amusement that park. That didn't ride. make the list. Uh, not not this list. No. Pretty shitty list. Next one we have <laughs> the world's tallest roller coaster, King Dakar. No, it's not. Uh, yes, it is. No, it's not. What do you mean? <laughs> World's tallest roller coaster, King Dakar. Have you ever like look it up? If you don't know what it is, super fun ride, super short. It's only like thirty seconds long, but it goes one hundred twenty-eight miles an hour, height of four hundred and fifty-six feet up in the air. Um, I talked about it in, in the beginning of the show. We did a, I did a ride, King Dakar, front row at night, fireworks going off. Like it is one of my favorite rides. Is it the best of the park? No, but it is top five rides. It, it, in my coaster lineup ever. That's a ride where usually the front doesn't change the ride that much. But I feel like with King Naka, you sit in the front seat compared to the third row changes the ride dramatically in the most positive way possible. Whole, very it's a different. whole different thing. Yeah, because like, when I go King Naka, I have to be in the front seat. I do too. I I'm no I can no longer enjoy it in another row. Right. And that's just it's just when you with go that down, coaster. you see the seat in front of you. But when you're on the front, you're legit. Like you're it's you and yeah. the track. And especially because and death. Yeah. <laughs> well, especially because Buy a firework. <laughs> <laughs> because it's a launch coaster, you're getting shot like you know, you don't have a lift hill. So you're not like slowly going up the lift hill. Right. You're getting shot and it's 120 miles an hour. So you're in the front row. There's nothing between you, like nothing. So your eyes are Push back. You, your eyes are watering. You're hit, getting hit with all this like wind, and it's just a cool experience. I always get scared for King the Cobb because when I'm usually when I'm in line, most of the time it like tries to go up and it gets halfway and it comes back down, <laughs> and they keep trying to shoot it up and it's not making it up. And I'm like, I don't know if I want to go on this any longer. I've it always, does not look like a safe ride. It, dude, coasters are so safe, but with King the Cobb, that is. That is like a bucket list item for a lot of people who love. They want to come back down because it's rare. Like it's called a rollback, and it's when the coaster goes all the way up, but it doesn't have enough like weight on the track or the momentum, where it just goes to the tip top, and then it doesn't have enough mo- enough momentum to go over, rolls back, and it's it's very rare. So if you love coasters, it's like a nice, uh, almost oh, like look. check mark that you can brag to people and be like, "Yo, I was on a rollback of King Dakar." I'd be con- congratulations. Here's the stick because I don't want that. I always get scared to get stuck. Like that's one of the rides where it's like I don't want to get stuck on. at the top. That's a whole. I would love to do that too. That's another like checklist. What is bucket list you? item? You get stuck at the top of King Dakar. You Hell want yeah. that? Well, they basically have that. They have the drop zone thing. What's that called? Mount Kilimanjaro. Kilimanjaro. Yeah. <laughs> Same thing. Um, well, that's the drop zone. But it drop doesn't go tower. all the way to the top. No, but it goes pretty much. It's connected to King Dakar. Yeah. So I think like 10 years ago, uh, Six Flags Great Adventure didn't have a drop tower. So, you know, if you're ever like on a drop tower, it's a, you, you know, you sit and usually they'll bring you all the way up to this tower, drop you really fast or, you know, whatever. It's a fun like thing that makes your stomach kind of raise, right? King's Dominion has one of the greatest drop towers. Okay. When you go, they I, have like, if it's like 50 people, 100 people. Oh, that's it. dope. You never seen it? I've never been to King's Dominion. I was on it when I was like 11 or 10 because I don't, you know me. Yeah. Fearless. <laughs> 
fearless guy. Go on that one. I'm silky not smooth. I wasn't you know? even tall enough. Big no? sexy was on that thing going down. There you go. But you gotta check that. I forget what it's called. But, but what were you uh, saying about so that ride, that drop tower, they connected it to King of the Ka. Like they added it on top of it, yeah. which is pretty dope. And it now it's like the world's tallest drop tower. But I've been on that ride so many times. It's one of my favorite rides in a park, and it is one of the rides where I'm not. I don't get scared. You know, really at all. Yeah. That ride just gives me such a thrill because it's like freaking crazy, bro. <laughs> it's so hot. Like it's so high. You can see the whole park. You're 450 feet up in the air and you're just waiting for this thing to drop. And it's like, it is just a rush, man. That's dope. All right. What's the next one? Last one we got here oh, is. We're already night- on five? No, I, I did four. It's top four coasters. Oh, okay. Uh, last one we got here is Nitro. So Nitro is a BM hyper. It, uh, you know, it just got hills. There's no uh, inversions, no loops. Um, the restraints are really comfy. It's like a, it's called a clamp shell restraint. If you even want to call it a restraint, it's just over. It's like a lap bar. It's over your pouch. Yeah, over your your groin and cooter. Yeah, <laughs> your cooter. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's it's covering the valuables and make sure you're good. You know, it's actually insane that this like passed the protection safety it's checklist. It's safe. Yeah, it literally has nothing above your shoulders. You're free. I want to know who the first guy was that was like, you know what? I'll test the ride out. Because they, they probably had really big balls to do that. Yes. <laughs> you made it weird. I, I was not making it weird. You're the one who's like talking about all the junk, man. <laughs> well, that's where it's just a crazy thing that it only covers your bottom hip. So when you go up those valleys and hills, you feel like you're about to fall out of the seat. Actually, it could be worse. So when I was at Disney with my buddy Ivan, uh, we were on Space Mountain. And it just, it's just, again, it's just right over, over your, uh, your hips. Cooter. Right, correct. Right, correct. Why are we saying that word? Cooter, obviously. <laughs> um, th- we actually had a Disney photo pass and you can actually see on his face. He's got this like blank expression. I'm like, dude, are you all right? And he's like limping out of there. I'm like, are you what? all right, dude? And he's like, that thing crushed my balls four <laughs> fucking times. Well, that's and like- I'm like, oh, that's why you said, oh, fuck on the first drop. <laughs> Well, Spider Man at Six Flags, that hurts the groin. I don't know why we're on Spider Man? What's what uh, Superman. That ride at Six Flags, when you're laying down, that hurts oh. the groin. Yeah. All right. Now they know what hurts the groin. Well, night, with Nitro, a lot of people, you like that air. It's called airtime, where like if you're like jump out of your seat. Well, that's what makes the ride. But people like that. that I like that's it. the whole thing. Nitro is my favorite ride there. Okay. Front seat, Nitro. It's smooth Once ride. Once again, front seat. Yeah. And it's a longer ride. Like, that's you're true. You're on it for a while. I just, I really do love and enjoy Nitro. Oh, I have a note here. That's why I forgot to do it. So we actually went on a trip to Six Flags and we went on Nitro blindfolded. You remember that? We did blindfold? I remember. Maybe it was just me, but (laughs) I went, I got a bandana. Okay. And I put it around my eyes and went on Nitro blindfolded. I remember we had a good, you know, that's me. Big, sexy, fearless, fearless, fearless. I went on blindfolded. I'm not. I want to. I have a picture I, on Facebook. I want the proof. Send I it gotta in. find it. So uh, send it to me. I'll put. I'll put it up on screen. Now. I will. I went on. There's a picture of me going like this. Uh, that, <laughs> and I have a blindfold on on Nitro. So fearless. There, well, I remember a story that we had at Six Flags Great Adventure. We were kids. It was you, and me, and my mom. My mom was our chaperone that day. Shout out, Debbie. Shout out to my mom, Deb. And uh, we the park closed at eleven o'clock. And we were the last ride of the night on Nitro in the front row. And it was you and me. It was like 1130 because they had to get the line, like to cut the line off. We were the last uh, train of the night. So that's like a special term in the coaster world too. I forget what it's called. But it was like a cool credit, a coaster credit. If you ride a coaster, you get like a credit. So it was a cool credit that we had. We were the last train of the night, front row. I was like, good time. Nice. I do remember that. Good times. So, personal stories. What's like a really good story you have at an amusement park? Like any memorable things you want to talk about? So, the one thing I do have is that we went to, well, Paul had season passes at Six Flags for a very long time. Yeah, you I still, still do. do. Yeah. And he would always have like one day where he could bring a guest. Is yeah. it one day? It's like a bring a friend free pass. And guess who his friend was? Uh-huh. Me. <laughs> Multiple times. Big sexy. But we would all, <laughs> fearless. <laughs> And we would always go. My favorite thing, one of my favorite things to do during this time and fall time is to go to Six Flags during uh, Fright Fest. Yeah, Fright Fest. Which is, is now, Fright. which you went to this week. Were you? Yeah, this weekend. Fest? Yeah, they're doing Fright Fest right now in, in the fall. So I was a kid. So obviously I was like 12, 
you know, fearless. I don't know, but I don't know. <laughs> but not for this story. I was not fearless for this story. So if you know me personally, I don't like scary movies. I'm not into scary shit. I'm not into the goblins, the clowns, you name it. It's not my thing. Maybe I'm not fearless. And what they would do is it was me, my dad, Paul, and Debbie. Debbie was there. And <laughs> I was like 11, maybe 10 or 12. I might have been older, unfortunately. Like 18. <laughs> I might have been 18. <laughs> but they gave out, because what they have is they have a bunch of characters that come out, like full-on zombies. They go around scaring people. And they're actually like paid actors, and they're scary as shit. Yeah, they, they train and they're doing a good job. They have scare zones in the park. So you have like the haunted mazes in the corners where you have to pay to get in. But if you don't want to do those, you could just walk around and they have scare actors walking around dressed right. up. But like that kind for of thing. little kids like little Johnny and Big Sexy, they give you ghost whistles. It was a whistle. That you put in your mouth and you blow it when you're scared because that tells the actors that they that you don't want them to come and scare you. Yeah, I remember <laughs> So those. my dad went to the bathroom and it was the first time I was like by myself at the park and I was just standing in the corner going... <laughs> I was like blowing the shit out of the whistle because I was so scared. I remember that day too because I remember we did a haunted... We did a maze... It was actually back towards Nitro. I remember this really well too. And it was one of the first like mazes you ever went through. And I remember like, dude, I love haunted house, like mazes. <laughs> it was It's something I really loved as a kid, like absolutely loved it. And would always drag my friends to do it. Our buddy Vinny was talking about the other day, because I don't really like scary movies either. But he's like, your ass was always dragging everyone to the haunted houses. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, it was. But I remember Ryan grabbing on my shoulders, like, <laughs> oh, yeah, ripping, so tight. like ripping my shirt. <laughs> Um, and we're like 10, like 12. Dude, I can't do it. I just, and it's just me and Ryan going through the haunted house. So, uh, six lights fright fest is a good time. They definitely great shows. Yeah. They do vibes there. The decorations are dope. Uh, except for you got to get the ghost whistle, the ghost whistle. Yeah. (laughs) Do you have anything? Uh, the only, I had this one story with my girlfriend last year. We did fright fest too. And I remember it's just so funny because what's, what's great with the actors. If you try to like make fun of them, they will wreck you. Like, They do not put up with it. They do not do whatever. They like touch you. No, they, they used don't. to. They don't now. That's why I got the whistle blowing <laughs> the shit out of that thing. But this this story. So we were. I was with my girlfriend last year at Fright Fest, and I think we were on the Joker, and we got off the Joker, and there's a like a scare zone right there. And I remember the scare actor like kind of like jolted at her, and she was she kind of like oh, backed yeah, up or whatever, and. Um, she, the scare actor turned around and she made like a face at them. Yeah. Well, another scare actor like behind her saw it and fucking like chased her, <laughs> like was right up in her face. She was running towards the main entrance, like 200 yard sprint. And this, <laughs> this act, uh, this actor is just like fucking like, <laughs> like running hundred yard dash, like right after her. She's screaming. I'm cracking out. I'm like, what the hell's going on? This was a long run. Right. Like it's not something where they kind of just jolt at you where she was going. Well, after what them. happens is once they see someone yeah. mess with them, the crowd gathers. They're like it's, seagulls. Yeah. Once they see food, it's like, Oh, here we go. We got one. Let's, let's top all over. Her. Um, with six flags, which is cool as we, as we're going to talk about too, like six flags is a company, what they really like to do. They have the last couple, like maybe 10 years, their ideas that they want to add a new ride to the park every year. They have about 26 parks across the United States, Canada, Mexico. Um, and they try to add at least one new ride, whether that's a coaster, a family ride, a dark ride, um, maybe a kitty section, or maybe a new addition to a water park, something like that. Right. Um, Six Flags Great Adventure. It's one of the best Six Flags parks for sure. I mean, you're in, you have New York City, Philadelphia, and New Jersey, which it's a really good area, like a lo- huge population. So they put a lot of work into New that York park. New York City has one. What? New York City has a Six Flags. No, but I'm saying I mean, our Six Flags. That's the demographic. Oh yeah, 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 I got you, got you. Even Washington, but Washington has their own Six Flags mm-hmm. park. But like, the demographic is good because you got Philly, New York, and New Jersey right, right there. So you have a huge population of people. So that's why that park's you know awesome. And they haven't added a new coaster in a long time, like a really good one. They added the Joker maybe in like 2014, I think. Um, but it's kind of like a weird family I don't think I've coaster. Been on that. The Joker, it like oh, spins. I've been on that, yeah. yeah. But they that's but, more of like an attraction. Yeah, it's like it's like a family. It's, it's like that. Places. Yeah, yeah. But they added Jersey Devil this year. Um, which is a single rail coaster as we were talking about it. And it's the first coaster, real coaster they added probably like seven years, even with um, 
the Joker. If not, it's been like 15 years since Great Adventure has added a real new coaster. And I remember just being... What's the reason for that? It's just, just so like particular. I don't. I don't know. Like they just haven't put well, love in Great go, Adventure. Didn't they go like bankrupt? They had so many issues, dude. Like Six Flags is a really interesting company because they bought maybe it was Cedar. Somebody bought like other parks, um, but they were part of the AT and T and like Warner Brothers yeah. merger, which was really bad because they were getting a lot of debt. So Six Flags took on all this debt because they were acquired by a company. It whole shit show, but. That like they're trying to like gain you know momentum and try to get their debt back or whatever, but I guess Great Adventure just wasn't a park where they had a lot anyway, so they weren't going to add new additions and that kind of right. thing. So it's basically like 15 years since a new coaster, and they finally added this new coaster. And like I said, it's one of my favorites. New type of model, new like manufacturer company, and really go like go ride it. It's something so different, bro. It's Do like, they have anything else in the works? No or no. Um, great. I think great adventure will add a new coaster in the next five years. Um, just cause they're due again. And, um, uh, I don't know what it'll be. There's a bunch of new coaster models out and, um, but the, like six, well, like, they got rid of the safari, didn't they? They no this year, last year, cause of COVID, they put it back to a car. They used, they added it into the park and they had like a safari thing. What animal kingdom used or does yeah. at Disney and animal kingdom where they have like Kilimanjaro safari. They have a Safari at Great Adventure now, which is so much better than the old Safari where you. Dude, the had, old Safari was nuts. Where you had you your were car. literally driving in Africa, <laughs> monkeys on your. Yeah, they that literally would be on your car, Paul. Yeah, that was a crazy section. I don't remember like if you genuinely think about that. That we literally had monkeys on our car. So Great Adventure has a Safari, a wild Safari, where what? Well, now you do it too, where you drive your car through the Safari. So yeah, there's like different sections of the park. Different animals are closed off to different sections. Well, there's a section with, uh, I think it's baboons, and it's gated off, and you drive into it, and the baboons would literally like jump on your car, Dude, front windshield, nuts. scratch your car, like one dent in my dad's like yeah roof. So they used to Bizarre. do that. They don't do it. Now, yeah, no, why? Yeah, I mean, they don't do it anymore. Now they have, like, it's a part of the, it's an attraction in the park, which I think is so much better. Is it more so like a Disney vibe where they get the safari ride? Yes, way more Disney we vibe. We got now. the lions on the right. Yes. We got a, the oldest elephant in the Africa Zoo here on the left. Yeah, there's a tour guide, Dumbo. that kind of thing. So. <laughs> do I sound like I could be one? No. I feel like I could be a good one. I had a friend who was a tour guy. Yeah, her name was Taylor. She loved it. I think she did it for like two years. Job, Taylor. Taylor. Okay. And last thing um, with this was that, so if you know anything about amusement parks, two like big companies are Six Flags and Cedar Fair. Cedar Fair owns King's Dominion. So that's, they just don't like have their name in their parks where like Six Flags is like Six Flags Great Adventure, California, it's Six Flags Magic Mountain, uh, Texas, Six Flags Fiesta, Texas, that kind of thing, right? Right. Where Cedar Fair, they have Cedar Point. Uh, which is their flagship park, like their main park in Sandusky, Ohio, which is the roller coaster capital of the world. One of my favorite parks I've ever been to. No relation to Penn State? No. no, no. I just need to confirm that. Okay, yeah. But um, it's just pretty cool. (laughs) They're like the two companies. If you want to know about coasters, you should know about Six Flags, Cedar Point, or uh, Six Flags and Cedar Fair. And they're what's called like amusement parks. So the difference between an amusement park and a theme park, um, a theme parks are... The park is themed, like really well themed, a lot of money going into it. That's your Disney parks, your Universal, those, yeah. they, you know, Universal just put out a new coaster, VelociCoaster, opened this year. We right. talked about it on the show a little bit. Yeah. It's, uh, it's themed around Jurassic Park and there's like rock work and all like all the special theming and, you know, like a, uh, a waterfall running through the coaster. Like it's super dope. A lot of money was put into that. Where Six Flags is an amusement park, they would just add a coaster, no theming kind of plop it out. So that's your main difference between like your theme parks and your amusement parks. But in terms of amusement parks, you got Six Flags, Cedar Fair, and um, just, you know, just know that kind of stuff. The difference really, Six Flags, it's more dirty, have a lot more parks. They're adding rides every year, but maybe they're not the best. We got Cedar Fairs doing like, they have less parks. They're a lot more clean, a lot more themes, uh, better food. And usually they're not adding rides as much, but they they add big coasters every like couple years instead of Six Flags waiting ten years to add a big coaster. Cedar Point's doing it every like three. Well, that's the saying. Was it quality over quantity? Quality over quantity. There you go. That's Less the main parks, difference. More able to keep them stable. Yeah. And there you go. There you go. All right. Well, we're definitely gonna do more theme park stuff later on. 
Paul might even venture off and to do other videos. Yeah, I would love to. Yeah, we would love to do more theme park stuff. I think it's really cool. I follow some theme park stuff on TikTok. They do some really cool videos. So if you're into that and you want to know more about that world, you know, it's just the entertainment world. So it fits in our show a little bit. Yeah. Entertainment. We talk about Disney parks. And uh, Six Flags doesn't have much going on, but it is cool to talk about our home park and a park that like we grew up and always went to. So. Yeah, for sure. A bunch of stories. Yeah. All right. We're running out of time here. Yeah. But we'll do, let's do a couple of would you rather. Okay. I got so, a couple, like two yeah. or three. Sounds good. All right. So the first one is, Paul, would you rather be in the history books for something terrible or be forgotten completely after you die? There's a weird like thing that people are obsessed with legacy. Right. So everyone's like, I don't want to be remembered. Uh, you know, what is my legacy after I die? Will my name live on? Hamilton was a big example of that where they talk about in the musical, it's like who lives, who dies, who tells your story. And honestly, I don't as I get older, I don't think legacy as big a deal because eventually we're all gonna die and no one's gonna remember you <laughs> anyway. So that is the end of our show. We did some sporting event stuff. We had a bunch of stories this week. You know, good weekends. That's that's what you got to do. When you're working during the week, you got to have good weekends. Go out. Life's a party, you know? Right. I'll have something new that I learn hopefully next week, too. Yeah. You, you, had, the, you had the milk <laughs> <laughs> last week. And the Deadpool. And then the Deadpool this week. So, you know. <laughs> hopefully come something more positive next yeah, week. Yeah. Come back next week and we'll see what Ryan's <laughs> new knowledge is. Uh, but as always, follow us on Instagram, TikTok, at Life's Party Pod. If you're not following us or uh, watching us on YouTube, check out the YouTube videos now. They're getting a lot better. Shout out to our producer, Drew. Uh, he's been doing a kick-ass job over on YouTube. So if you're not there, check that out. Give us uh, you know, a big thumbs up and a subscribe. And we appreciate you guys. Listen to the show as always. Music, take us out. Peace, baby. Later. Later.